whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Hey guys, it's Stacey from the Women in Gridiron show. Uh, This is a special edition this week. Uh, This is an all ball segment with a whole bunch of the Outback players that I caught up with at camp. We hear from our very own panelist, Danny DeGroote. We catch up with Grace Murphy. We catch up with Marissa Hayes and a whole bunch of other girls uh, from the campaign. So have a listen and share. And it's going to be a big week coming up for these guys. So let's get started. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? Time to play football, let's go! It's what we dream to do. It's not just a man's game anymore. Let's go, Sammy, go! doesn't matter how you separate us, we're still one big team, and that's for women's football. It is in our DNA, spiraling through double helixes. It courses through our veins. Through this blood, we are connected. Football is our family. All right, I'm here with the lovely Grace Murphy back on the podcast again. It's great to have you back. Thank you for having me. Are you excited? I am very excited. It's such a good energy here as well. Seems like a good vibe. Very Seems like good. a good vibe. Um, let's talk about, so you're playing wide receiver? Yes. Yes. Uh, how's it been uh, coming into camp and seeing where you're ranked against some of the other wide receivers at the moment? Um, it's been good. So we did have a couple of mini camps. Um, so we did have an opportunity before then to see where everyone but I think what I've got most from our first session really is just seeing where I'm at um, playbook-wise. So that's always reassuring. <laughs> to yeah, exactly. I mean, and nailing the playbook is is the easy part, essentially. Um, you know, once once you get out there and you start getting some contact in, you'll feel a little bit better and you'll just start relaxing a little bit. There's a lot of tension, a lot of nervous tension, I think, in the air at the moment, but I think it's going to settle down. Really so um, talk to me about your businesses that have sponsored you. Right, so I've got um, Asset Wealth Management, who are a financial advisor um, in Canberra, and Benchmark Conditioning. Love the name. Yeah. Yeah, Benchmark Conditioning. There we go. We, you know, we wanted to shout out all these sponsors for the girls because, uh, you know, as it's such a high cost. You know, we're looking at almost nine grand for um, the players to come and compete. So thank you to all of the sponsors that have helped out um, our players so far. Talk to me about the vision for this tournament for you. Are you going in with any specific goals? Do you want to score a touchdown? I mean, that would be the, the, the dream, right? That would be great. That is absolutely the dream. Um, I think for me, like my really big focus is just making sure that I experience everything. Um, I don't want to be so caught up in what I have to do and what comes next and training and all the pressure that I sort of lose sight of what's happening when I need. Um, just talking to a lot of the girls from the last campaign, there was just a lot of that nervousness and sort of interviewing So that's sort of my main thing. And, I mean, meeting some of the girls who play overseas and seeing Team USA. Oh, yes, Team USA. They're going to be fun to watch. Definitely. They're going to be, they're going to be coming out hard, mm-hmm. I tell you. It's, I mean, you know, we're coming up against Canada the first game. Um, they're going to be a rough team as well, um, given – I've seen their roster. It's it's fairly similar to the last campaign, so we're expecting some big hits um, really fast. But I think you know, I think it's po- it's possible that this outback team has the potential to put some points on the board, which is always a nice thing to happen in a world championship. 
Uh, talk to me about any advice that you're going to give to girls who want to play this season after watching this campaign. Yeah, I think just give it a go. Like it's such an inclusive sport and there's a position for everybody. So whatever your strengths are, whatever your weaknesses are, there will be a position that suits you. Um, and I think everyone who plays is really passionate about playing too. So any teams that are walking to such a positive environment really awesome. So like, they just give it a go. And it's just so addictive. I mean, once you're in, you are all in. I don't think I've ever met anyone that's played a snap of football and gone, yeah, not for me. It just doesn't happen. Uh, so that's why we love the sport. Um, rapid fire, who's winning the IFAF championship? Oh, I think Australia will win on how much fun we have. All right, going hard out there, Australia all the way so far. Um, we're really excited to watch you, Grace. Thank I'm you. super excited to, to watch you guys out there. So, yeah, congratulations and thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys, I'm here with Amanda Godfrey, uh, wide receiver for the Australian Outback. Welcome to the show. Um, let's just chat a little bit around how you started playing football. So I started playing football in 2017. Uh, Heather Marini was actually one of the quarterbacks of the Australian team is how I got involved, working in a gym. Um, she was working and we wanted to start a first female team at the Monash Warriors and the Advent teams. So with zero experience in gridiron, um, no experience on a field, wearing pads, helmet, never tackled someone in my life, I went down there and we started the first women's gridiron team for the Monash Warriors in 2017. Um, lots and lots of learning, so of course. But yeah, that just sparked my love for like gridiron, uh, obviously. And yeah, I haven't looked back. It's been part of me for 2017, so five years now. It is. I mean, it, it becomes such such an identity thing for us. I mean, you you can say to anyone, look, you know, I, I work in this field, but when you say I'm a football player, that I think that that's when you finally start to step into yourself a little bit and. What I love about football is that you see so many girls change their personalities based on how comfortable they are on the field. So it's a fascinating sport. And Heather's a, a, a been on the show before, um, so shout out to Heather. She, she's a great one for spruiking women's football. So talk to us about being wide receiver, wide receiver for the Australian Outback. Are uh, you feeling the pressure there or, or yeah. what, how have you been going so far? So I actually played my first three years as um, I moved to the Northern Raiders last season and got convinced to play wide receiver. Um, Test myself and because I've got a bit of space on me, so using my speed to my advantage. So uh, coming into this as a wide receiver is challenging. I'm almost a bit shorter than most of the other players, um, but I just see it as a challenge. So, yeah, fingers crossed, all goes well. I've been training really hard, so that's off. <laughs> and how's it been um, coming back and now playing with Heather? Because obviously Heather didn't play the first year at Monash. She was coaching. This is really the first time. That you've been, been in Australia in past. Yeah, I haven't seen her for about five years because I've been in the So, um, it, yeah, it's going to be really good training with her again after such a long time and actually being on her side of the ball. Obviously, being defense and I played for the Monash team, I've never really had a, a pass from her. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. I'm excited to play lots with her again. Oh, bless. We love that. We love that. Now, talk to us about, um, you want to say a quick shout out to your business that's sponsoring you? Yeah, so I'm sponsored by uh, the Kelty Complex Instructor. Uh, they do sewer relining, water relining, um, everything sewer and water, really. So, yeah, shout out to my sponsor for helping me out this. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Talk to me a little bit around how you're going into this campaign. I mean, having uh, not played a Outback before, um, what's your mindset coming into this? Are you just going out there and just, I just want to do the best that I possibly can do? Um, or have you got some specific goals for the season or for the campaign? So I'm just, I'm going in and just going to do my thing. Um, I think my biggest thing is, and it's the same with a lot of the other girls, you know, once you get in your head, it's really hard to get back up. So if I go in there thinking about it too much, you can tell. Uh, so that's something that I've tried really hard to get in my head and say to yourself, Got this, you're trying to this. Get out of your head, make it a safe place. For me, um, so with that, I've got my plane pads. Um, my family wrote little notes on pieces of tape that I've um, taped onto my pads, and my amazing fiance put some uh, resin over the top so they, they're stuck there forever now and they, they won't come off and if it rains, they're fine. Um, and also around my water bottle for game day. So fingers crossed that stuff helps. It. Yeah, all about that visualization, all about calming the mind, a lot of breathing exercises, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, now, finally, give us give me some advice for any girls that are thinking of picking up the sport this season. So, big thing for me is because again, I'm the smallest player. I'm, 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 not smallest player, I'm smallest wide receiver, um, just over five foot two, I guess. I also coach AFL and it's a big thing trying to bring some of the AFL players over to gridiron and they have this mentality that if you play gridiron, it's a lot harder than AFL. And I've made a point and said to them, I played gridiron before I played AFL and it's made me play AFL. So I think more about making women especially understand that just because you're tackling someone doesn't have to be dangerous. If you're taught correctly and you've got the right people around you to teach you how to tackle, how to be tackled, Other, you know, do all that sort of thing. It's so much fun. The community is amazing. Once you're in it, you know, never thought I'd be travelling across the other side of the world. Um, so, yeah, the opportunities are there for anyone that wants them. And, yeah, like I've gotten one, uh, two girls so far from my, my blue team are coming to play next year, hopefully. So trying to bring them all over. It's all about that cross code. Absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, there's so many different sports that we've spoken about that have um, influences that can help both sides. Like whatever sport you play, if you play gridiron, that there is a version of something that you can do that you can implement from previous knowledge. So when people come in and say, I've never played the sport, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, you do know what you're doing because you've played some form of sport before. Guaranteed, let's draw on that experience and bring out the best in you. All right, Amanda. I want to rapid fire from you. Who do you think is taking out the IFAC Championship? Australia. Oh, love it. Going big, going hard. Absolutely. Going hard. All right, guys, this has been Amanda, wide receiver for the Outback. We are so excited to watch these guys um, in the upcoming weeks. Good luck for the campaign. All right, guys, I'm here with Dania Herdman from the Australian Outback. Uh, Dania, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> now, this is uh, your first Outback campaign. Uh, when did you start playing football? Um, I started playing in 2020, so not that long ago. Um, yeah, so I'm fairly new, new into the sport. Yep. And where do you play? Um, club. Yep. I'm Ravens, based on Ravens. Nice, nice. Great club. Shout out, Chris Moran. You're going to love this one. <laughs> um, now, talk to us about your position. You're playing free safety. Yeah, free safety. Um, yeah, free safety, weak safety. Yeah, how are you yeah. finding it? 
Um, yeah, you're good. Um, the few games that I played, I, I club, I was at free safety. So at least, yeah, I'm familiar with that kind of issue. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so talk to us, um, shout out to your sponsor. Who's your sponsor for this campaign? Um, the, the Movement Standard. Yeah. Yeah, so they're my strength and conditioning. Um, coach, so I told you about strength and conditioning, do all my programming. Um, yeah. And how long have you been working with them for to get ready for the campaign? Um, well, I've been training with Luke at TMS for a couple of years now. So then just still with him as the lead up to here. So yeah, I go I go and see him, see them once a week, see him once a week, and then do my program by myself and other other days. But yes, I'm there weekly. Good. We always love a good strength and conditioning, especially in this competitive environment. Uh, talk to me about the mindset for this campaign. Do you have any specific goals that you want to achieve um, for the games, or are you really just going out there and just it, taking it all in and, and seeing what's going to happen? Yeah, I think because like I said, I'm quite new into new into sports. I have a lot to lot to learn. Um, so I'm trying not to. I want to. I'm obviously very competitive. I want to do well. I want the team to do well, but I also need to not get caught up in stressing too much about like I'm gonna learn everything and that because I want to still enjoy it as much as I can. So I try not to get like stressed out, frustrated, you know, about learning everything. Um, so I still want to kind of like do, do the best I can, but still also enjoy the whole, the whole experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard not to get in your head, especially being so new. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a complex playbook, you know, playing 11 aside, yeah. um, playing against, you know, nationally ranked teams. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be really important that you guys just get to play free and play natural out yeah. there. So take as much in as you possibly can, but just know that when you get to a point and your cup is full, your cup is full, yeah. dude, and, and just let it go. So yeah, that's going to be really good. Um, talk to me about any, give me some advice for any girls that are looking to pick up the sport this year. I just think um, let's give it a go. Like I played AFL for like 10 years previously. Um, and I think just like so many girls who play AFL just transition so well into gridiron. Um, just um, like contact-wise, just um, athletic ability, like catching, just everything. So but I think a lot of people, one, don't know about it. I know it's here. But then also just do a bit like, oh, it's a lot. Like it's too much. They might just think, um, I don't know, a bit more aggressive or, a lot more contact, which it isn't really. It's just a different it's type. Different. Of it's different. Yeah, it's just, yeah. And you, obviously, you've got your pads and that, so it's just it's just a different type of contact. So I think like what's good about um, gridiron is that you can be like any size, any speed, like um, as as much experience or not. So I think there's a place for everyone. Everyone in the game. And that's yeah. what we love about yeah. the sport. Big girls, little girls. I mean, if yeah. you looked at the Australian Outback campaign and you ranked them from size and height. Um, you know, they're ranging from Bliss being one of the smallest at like five nine to Ducky, who's who's up there at like you know six foot two. So yeah. uh, size and shape for everybody. Uh, talk to me about the mindset for this campaign. Aside from not getting in your head, is there anything else that you're going to do to try and get the best out of yourself? Oh, I don't know. I think just keep uh, keep talking, asking questions with more more experienced girls and coaches. Um, just watching and yeah just trying to learn as much as I as I can without um thinking too much into it without going into <laughs> condition black that's exactly right and rapid fire who's winning the IFAF championship um Australia of course of course of course thanks Dania this has been really great we're really excited to watch you out there congratulations thank you, thank you. All right, and for a change of pace, I actually have Danny DeGroot sitting right next to me, quarterback for the Australian Gridiron team. Danny, how are you feeling? 
Look good, good. Um, this week coming up to this camp was, um, I felt really good. The last couple of days beforehand was a little bit nervous, but now that we're here, um, I think I sort of relaxed a little bit more. Um, and yeah, just feeling good and kind of ready to see where everyone's at and see what we're able to accomplish. How's, um, I know you guys have only had a couple of sessions so far, but how, how have you felt the team? Are we gelling? Like we're we gelling well at the moment. Look, it looks pretty. It looked pretty good today. Obviously, um, first proper practice out on out on the field. So yeah, everyone was looking quite good. Little tweaks and stuff here and there that are always going to um, happen. But um, I'm really excited to see you know in the next couple of days where we're sitting compared to where we were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much potential. Like I've been saying, you know, there's uh, from all sides of the ball. It's going to be a great campaign, and and there's some talent. You know, some talent that I don't think I've, we've ever seen before, um, which is excellent, excellent for the for the sport. Talk to me about your sponsor. Give them a shout out. Yeah, so my sponsor is ARC, so the Australian Reinforcement Crossing Company. Um, so I was just lucky enough that one of my friends works for them and they were really, really um, wanting to be able to support me through this journey. Um, so big shout out to them. And without them um, and, and even other sponsors for other opportunities and stuff like that, we wouldn't be able to you know, have these opportunities that would be a lot harder for um, all of us players to to get to things like World Cups yeah. in your country. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the sport can always use more sponsors. Women's sport can always use more sponsors. So let's get on it. So thank you to all the sponsors out there. Uh, mindset for the tournament. How are we sitting right now? Look, not too bad. Pretty good. I think um, my, mindset, my, my mindset personally is just get it done. Like, you know, take each rep once it's done flick it out just onto the next. I think, you know, try to go at a quick pace, um, just forget about what's happened in the past and just onwards and upwards and I think we'll do really well this campaign. Um, just really excited. And how are you going to um, help manage some of these rookie players that haven't played at this high level? I mean, not many of you have played at this high level, um, but for some of them, this is only like their second or their first or second year playing. So yeah. how, as a quarterback, how are you going to be able to help some of these rookie wide receivers get through some of the mental toughness aspect of it? Yeah, look, it's, it's a hard one because um, a lot of them, a lot of the rookies, are you need to um, kind of help them in different ways too. Some, you know, it's a verbal kind of helping with with playbook stuff or where they're meant to be going. Some's just reassuring. They know what they're doing. And generally, they, they do know what they're doing. So I think it's more of being that leadership person and being a bit more experienced is reassuring them that they know what they're doing. And even if you didn't, just do what you're going to do, whatever you're thinking. Just make it, you make it right? At just go for, go for gold. Um, and so far from what I've seen, everyone's been pretty good with the playbook. Um, we haven't had too many people um, be a bit cautious of, you know, um, bits and pieces. Like, I, it's looking really good at the moment. So um, I think just um, how I can help them is just being there, listening if they need to, if they need to talk about stuff, helping direct them and knowing what kind of assistance, you know, each individual realistically needs because yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. There's so many levels of experience. There's so many different ways that people learn. I mean, it's so hard to have everyone so separated for so long and be looking at the same playbook, but until you actually step out on the field and there's things like, you know, you split and stuff yeah, like that. that you know, exchanges, yeah. No, it's all that kind of stuff that you can't, you, you can't understand until you're actually doing. And now that we're actually doing, it's nice to see it all come together. Danny, we're excited. We're excited to catch up with you over in Finland as well. Um, yeah. Can't wait for this next couple of weeks. It's all very exciting. And I'm so glad that you're still on the panel and we've got some time with you. Yeah, thanks.
All right. Well, uh, congratulations again, Danny, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. All right. I'm here with Sarah Stevens, defensive end for the Australian Outback team. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Talk to me about when you started playing football. Uh, so I started playing in 2018. Um, I played one season for the Ballarat Kestrels and then was lucky enough to represent Victoria in the state team over in Perth that year. Um, unfortunately, Ballarat folded their women's team after that league, so I switched to play for the Geelong Buccaneers in 2019, um, playing on the defensive line there. And then, yeah, unfortunately, COVID got in the way, so I had two seasons of the state competition under my belt at the moment. Oh man, COVID's been a killer, especially down there in Victoria. I'm really hoping that this campaign is what the Victoria League needs to get back up and running because it's been it's been really hard to watch the different states kind of just go through this ebb and flow. And now that COVID is finally over, I mean we have we're in the middle of a wave, but it's manageable. So I'm hoping that we get back up again. Um, talk to us about playing defensive end. Like, why do you like playing on the line? Um, look. To be honest, line wasn't my original position. I was more of a linebacker. Um, but then when I switched to Geelong, they needed sort of more people on the line. Um, so playing that sort of linebacker a little bit, but just sort of being there, being able to get space up a little bit, it was really quite fun. Yeah, nice. And uh, talk to me about the business that's sponsoring you for this campaign. Um, so I was lucky enough to be sponsored by New Movement 24 Hour Fitness, which is a small, locally owned family gym in Ballarat. Um, so I came there, you know, three, four times a week. Yeah. And how are you finding the camp so far? I mean, we've had a, you've only had a couple of sessions down. Um, how's the playbook? Everything good to go? Yeah, look, it was really hard being the only defensive player from Victoria. So it's been actually really good to be together as a defense, bring it all together and actually be able to put it into action um, from what's on the table. So that's been really good and it's been great to actually meet everybody and talk to these people on Zoom and things like that. But now, so to actually be able to put these people to their Yeah, and, you know, I guarantee that these girls that you go into this experience with, you will be friends with for life. It really is. Talk to me about any goals that you have for the campaign. Do you want to get a sack? Do you want a safety? Or are we talking these kind of specific goals? Or have you got something a little bit more holistic that you want to achieve just for yourself? Look, I just want to get on the field and just do the best that I can. I mean, obviously, the other day, a sack would be amazing. Um, but just being able to be there. Yeah, just enjoy the experience. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. my first time out of China. Oh really my god! Well, I just want to yeah, soak it all in and take it all. And what a first <laughs> trip, hey? Yeah, That's definitely. nice. And uh, rapid fire quickly, who's going to win the championship? I mean, obviously, of course. Clearly. <laughs> um, but now, uh, I don't know. It's going to be just great for the opportunity. Yep. He's hoping. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We are so excited to watch you out there. And uh, yeah, congratulations again. Thank you. I'm here with Marissa Hayes, veteran outback player. Surprisingly, you've gone from wide receiver to defensive end. How did this happen? Um, it just happened. I don't know, like uh, when we were in Canada 2017, uh, I had to do the scaly 4-0 on D1 and I kind of just enjoyed it. It was not a surprise I ever worked in. It was always a fixed receiver. 
Um, and then just from there, I back to pot, I was like, I need a challenge. Um, I need stimulation coming back. And here we are. That's craziness. I mean, and how long have you been playing now? Like almost what, 10 years? Almost yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just so crazy. Chris, it's gone pretty quick. It's, I mean, thinking back to our last campaign, so much has changed in the, in the landscape for like women's football around the country. Like we're, we're seeing states go down, we're seeing clubs fold, like it, everything has just been so hectic over the last couple of years. Are you really hoping that this campaign will get things back on track? Yeah, I'd like to hope that the girls, no matter where they're from, um, can help boost getting gridiron back, um, whether that's, you know, whether that starts in Victoria, WA, and then post and then have to go back and inject um, some positivity and a bit getting us out there, it'll be awesome. Um, but still, I don't, yeah, as I said, I don't have the landscape to know that um, I think it's crossed, but it's, it doesn't look great. No, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but I'm really hoping that this campaign is what, what everyone needs to get a fire in their belly. Talk to us about how the team looks from last campaign to this campaign. Uh, totally different, but... Different in a great way. We've got similar coaches. We've got um, some of the same coaches. We've got new coaches and new girls who are fresh to the game, um, some who have taken only a couple of snaps, some who over-ruined last season. Um, so heaps of fresh faces and heaps of just young people wanting to learn. It's, it's fantastic. I think it's just crazy that, uh, you know, we're sitting here amongst the oldest of everyone yeah. in, in this Outback team. We're talking about 17-year-olds coming through. Did you ever think that when we started playing football that we'd have 16, 17-year-olds representing Australia? Not, not when I first started playing, but I can see now how that is going to be becoming more and more common um, when we get the, the youth and the junior girls playing in with the mixed team men's. Um, the only place they've got to go is into the women's team. And kudos to the girls who are here who are in that age bracket um, and not playing well rugby at that age. It's awesome. And if they can take their energy and excitement of the game back to their friends, we'll have a great young female gridiron clusters around the States yeah. coming up. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's I think that that's what we've needed. You know, we've gone for, you know, almost 10 years now of not having that injection of the next generation coming through. And I think that the more young kids that we get through that system um, is just going to help us so much because eventually some of us need to retire, you know. Yes. I feel like I might not be far from that R word. Oh, no. no. Moran would not have that. As long as Moran's playing, you're playing as far as she's concerned. Yes. Well, she's not here. Um, but she's got other life paths and goals at the moment. But, um, yeah, our goal is to get Ravens, um, Bayside Ravens still off the ground um, with us being the vet and, yeah, we'll see what happens. Like, I'd like to keep playing. Um, mentally, I'm there, but physically the body might say no. I feel that. I feel that so hard right now. I have so much FOMO. All right, rapid fire. Realistically, everyone who's come on the podcast so far has said Australia is going to take out this championship. But you and I, we've done this show before. We know how this campaign situation goes. What's the real feel? Um, I, yes, I would like to be the next person that says Australia. 
Um, but realistically, uh, I reckon it's going to be a US Canada. Um, potentially, it could even be uh, Canada government number one. Um, but I would like to see like a Canada US person. Um, European team. Yeah. Like a, Team GB is looking pretty good yeah. at the moment. And it's hard with the way that the ranking is and the way that they've designed the, the bracket. The bracket, yeah. it doesn't provide an opportunity for the lower tier bracket teams to ever finish number one. Yep. Um, so I feel like until they change that bracketed structure, it, you're always going to have those top teams always winning and that then also doesn't allow growth for the sport if you have the same team constantly winning. So if we made a pool and everyone plays everyone in the pool and then you have your top one and two go through, on the off chance you have a good day and you beat that. Because on on the field anyone can have a good day, right? So then we're looking at having one and two not being US and Canada. Yeah. It should be I think too what what needs to happen is the qualification process. I mean, if if New Zealand get up a team, then we would have to play New Zealand 100%. to represent Oceania. So I think it could add another level of complexity and strengthen the pathway yeah. um, for, for the Australian team. But too, I mean, you've got European Championships. I think that because of COVID, that was pushed out the window a little bit, which is why we've got Germany, Sweden, Finland, GB, all those European teams back in again as well. Yeah, but yeah it's exciting, Riz. I'm I'm so excited to watch you. You're so keen for it. Love it. I love it. And uh, I I tell you, you bring such a good energy to the team just because you've you've been there, you've done this, you've got that head on your shoulder, and uh, it's been such a pleasure watching you for the last 10 years, man. Thank you. Much appreciated coming from here. Ah, you know it. You know it. All right, Reese, congratulations, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. There you have it, guys. Another episode of the Women in Gridiron show, All Ball. The Outback uh, campaign starts next week. The girls fly out uh, on the day that this drops on Tuesday. They'll be heading to Finland uh, and we're going to be covering every single game, post game. You're going to be hearing from a whole bunch of guests um, and it's going to be a massive week for us. So download the episode, share with your friends, jump on board and watch the girls go crazy over in the World Cup. Peace. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.